You're listening to Consolidate That. Welcome back to Consolidate That Season 2. Ivan, I'm really excited to kick off a new season and a really cool new direction for the podcast. Why don't you go ahead and kick off some of the ideas of what we're going to be talking about this season with everyone, and then we can dive in. This is going to be quite the pivot. Uh, I don't think that we will change the content. Uh, It's going to be still very rich in the business methodologies and how to build consolidation. But because we got this opportunity to build Galaxy Vets now, and because I think we eventually, I can call it, failed to convince others to care about their people, then uh, we will walk the listeners through every step of our journey and disclose how we build Galaxy. So the history will be recorded into the podcast. And if you want to replicate it, we'll be happy to do so with you. And yeah, so that's the idea. Yeah, and I think I think at the end of this season, if if other groups out there want to just mimic and take the whole Galaxy Vets concept, we would welcome it because I think that's the best thing that could happen to the vet industry. You know, we, we want to see a way and a path forward for veterinarians to really get and the whole teams to get taken care of in the way that they should. Absolutely. So let's let's talk a little bit about how we how we arrived here, Ryan. And because you you know you joined it's been a year, was it? It's a bit you know, no one sent me an anniversary gift. Um, you know, I think the first year is diamonds. But I'll just have to get those for myself. Yeah, it's been a little ear. over you, a year. If your ear, like I'll send you an earring. Okay, if I pierce my ear, I, you have to send me an earring <laughs> deal. <laughs> All right, well, let's talk about it. So, so we were working on VIS, and we've developed several assets. Right, we've developed a consolidated maturity model. Uh, we developed consolidated operating framework, and all of that was geared towards preventing burnout. So, Ryan, in your experience, what did work and what didn't work applying it to other consolidators? I think the parts that make people a lot of money worked really, really well. I think the vision and the consolidator maturity model made a lot of sense to a lot of people. But we came across a lot of issues where when you're beholden to certain investors or certain groups of investors that are looking for reinvestment horizons, the best plans and the long-term plans that can come together kind of fall apart. And the first thing that can fall apart there is is the burnout prevention, because there's not a 100% line item where you can say, I did this and it gave this reduction in burnout and it made me this many dollars. Uh, so I think that's where, like you said, maybe we can probably say that that, was, that did fail, but we did create some amazing things from it. Yeah, I think uh, you know those those two assets, maturity model and and the framework, which we use right now internally, and it is publicly available on our website. You can download it. You can walk the steps with us. But basically, that cr- that created an incredible roadmap that we essentially were creating for three years to follow ourselves. The interesting thing, and the reason why I wanted to pivot and invest all our time into sort of this one consolidation called Galaxy Vets Healthcare System, is because Burnout prevention is not anymore sound. It's really how do you, we should even not talk about burnout prevention. It's basically having happy employees and happy people. And one thing that I repeatedly noticed in the in most consolidators we worked with, 
there's no purpose. And that's sort of, we're going to be talking about this new uh, framework and Rand, this is a bit of a surprise to you. I think I didn't mention it to you, but there's a framework that I like to follow as we're building Galaxy aside from, you know, maturity model is very tactical, but it's a framework that's called three P's and three S. Um, and the first, uh, well, let's, yeah, let's go from the top down. So the first P is purpose. And then you go to the right and it's, uh, and it's the first S and the first S is the strategy. And then the second P is the process. And then the second S is the structure. And then the third P is people. And the third S is systems. So when you're building any sort of company, it's not only consolidation, when you start with strategy, which most of the people that we talked about, and the strategy is geared towards, oh, we're going to buy a bunch of hospitals, we're going to, you know, put them together, and then we're going to improve their EBITDA, and then we're going to resell them to a bigger guy. That's, you know, that is strategy. And it's not wrong. It's uh, it's a good, solid strategy. There's arbitrage, there's money to be made. And then it's a little bit failing these days on the operational improvements because there's usually three you know cards that most consolidators have to play. One is, and that's what they're telling their investors, they're saying, we are going to improve marketing. We are going to uh, improve labor costs, so manage the labor costs. And we're going to improve COGS utilization through inventory management. Well, if you look at our market today, improving marketing doesn't really matter. We have overwhelming demand. We have three-week wait time for general you know, procedures in the hospitals or preventative visits. And we have six to eight-hour wait all across the United States in the emergency hospital. So increasing marketing will actually increase the demand and there's not enough supply. The second one on the labor cost management, everybody wants to get under that magic 45% combined doctors and the staff, but we might not be not anymore in that market. And you can't anymore squeeze anything out of people because we're paying more veterinarians, we're paying more technicians. And uh, so that's not available anymore. And the third one, vendor management, yes, everybody can do that. And you can probably improve one or 2% on top of what you acquired the hospital with, but essentially they're all left only with arbitrage. So that's where their strategy, even if it's there, uh, it's not going to work, at least in the majority of consolidators I looked at in the last three years. And there's really arbitrage left. But there is a problem. Well, you know, to interrupt you there, I mean, but the, even the arbitrage is starting to become a difficult thing as the multiples get higher and higher and higher. And people are paying higher and higher dollars because at some point you're cutting every multiple that you pay higher, you're cutting out your arbitrage opportunity there, too. Exactly. Well, that that's where we kind of thought about this. And, and we said, okay, well, those two sides of it don't work. So it's actually uh, would be very risky to start a new consolidator and consolidator company right now. But nevertheless, they appear every other week and there's more and more funding pouring into Virginia domain. But if you go back to what I just started with the 3P and 3S, if you start with a strategy, but you didn't tackle the first P, the organization will not last long. And the first P is the purpose. And if you build an organization that has solid strategy, it has the process, it has the structure, people, you have all the systems in the world, that's what investors are looking at. They want to know your tech stack. But if there's no purpose, it's not going to live long. You're not going to have, and especially again in this day, when people need to understand why do they want to work for you, why should they work for you? And veterinarians have all the choices in the world to go to other consolidators and work 
or for independent practices, there's still, you know, 70 plus percent of those. So that's where we arrived to the decision. Maybe we should, instead of trying consulting, and the problem with consulting in any industry is that you come in, you suggest your great ideas, and then you provide the playbook, you do the gap analysis, and then nobody does anything. And then they feel like they, it's just a sunk cost. So the only way to do it, I think, is to actually roll up the sleeves and do it ourselves. The good news is that for three years, we were learning how to build consolidation. So at this point, I think we're very well prepared. I spent a lot of personal money in building uh, VIS. So at this point, I, I, I'm joking, like I went through a three-year most expensive university in the world on how to build consolidation, and I just graduated. So I feel like we're ready. We're ready to do this. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... There's a lot of learnings that that we picked up, and you know, in the year that I was with you prior to us starting Galaxy Vets, it's it's been very interesting to see, and we've looked at a lot of different models, and we've looked at a lot of different ideas and things that are that are out there that we can use to to be able to to drive forward, and and hopefully what we're putting out here, the last season was designed for people to learn what everyone else knows too, and and this season should hopefully be able to to share the insights of what we're learning as well. Outside of VIS, we we talked about the, you know, we talked about what we did at VIS, the learnings we had, but I think the reason why we started VIS, which is the same goal and the same mission that we're driving into Galaxy Vets, is taking care of the, the veterinary professionals. I think in its most pure sense, consolidation should be a tool that can actually improve the lives of of every person that shows up to work in a, in a veterinary consolidator because you are able to alleviate the the difficulties that can happen for the selling practice owners that that might not want to be business people anymore um, and you're able to provide a, a greater scale and a greater breadth of opportunities for people that are working in the clinic that if it's an associate veterinarian that can't afford to purchase their own clinic you're offering opportunities to grow their career it's a technician, you're offering opportunities for them to extend their career outside of the the pain and the troubles that can come from just, you know, wrestling dogs on the ground. And when that becomes a, a difficult option, being able to grow from there. You know, what do you think outside of the money that consolidators are bringing into the space that we can bring and what we should be bringing to, to consolidation? As Galaxy Vets. Well, you just you just went deep on the on the topic of the the main two problems that we're solving. I think there's actually three problems that that anybody who is thinking of tapping into the veterinary domain should be thinking about. One is these high multiples, and veterinarians cannot buy practices. So you 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 said that the two is there's not enough professionals. We don't have enough vet. We don't have enough technicians. Forty five percent of clinics are lacking one point eight veterinarian, meaning that about ninety percent could take another veterinarian, so they're not up to their capacity. Uh, but nobody wants to work. Sixty four percent of ads from consolidators stay unopened. But the third thing is that what's happening to the overall pet population and the humanization of the pets. So basically, not only we have more pets, not only our throughput suffered due to COVID, but also uh, we love our pets more than before. And we see them more at home because of those jobs that switch to be at home. So those are the three problems. And that's what we've developed our thesis to tackle those particular three problems. I'm going to go over all three of them. So the first one is high multiples. 
most consolidators are investing into purchasing the hospital so they can buy the cash flow of this hospital and then consolidate that EBITDA and then resell it. Well, they're doing it by purchasing 100% or there's some joint venture initiatives of the hospitals. And I thought that it was kind of clever to do these joint ventures so you leave the equity behind, you know, 30, 40% with the owner. The challenge with that, if you have two hospitals under the same network, under the same consolidator, being across the road from each other, they will never collaborate if they still own equity in those two hospitals. So you can't leave equity behind and and expect everybody contributing in the organiz- into the organization as a whole. They're still bound to their personal hospital that they used to own or still own part in it. So, so it's not motivating that much for them to contribute to the organization as a whole. They're just it's sort of like their bank account and investment have left some equity behind in the organization. So what we decided is that instead of taking more money from private equity and then taking full ownership from the vets, we said, why don't you own part of Galaxy? Basically rolling more than 50% of their ownership in the hospitals back into the parent organization, into the Galaxy, and eventually becoming shareholders and becoming significant shareholders. And that seemed to work really well because we started this marketing research and it turned out that we got 136 hospitals as of today that said, can we talk to you? We want to join you, which is in this market is absolutely nuts. I did not expect this result, but that shows a tremendous success in our thesis. Yeah, it's it's made my job very different than I think we we thought it was going to be from day one, where I was expecting to be sweating it out out on the streets, beating down doors to get meetings with people. And now we're in a situation where we're trying to do load management of processing all of the meetings with people that are interested. It's it's the opposite swing that that every uh, business development team wants, but it's been incredible to actually see that. And, and here, when we started talking about Galaxy Vets and when we talked to some industry people, we got some opinions that we were crazy, I think, and some opinions that we were really onto something unique. And it's neat that as we talk to more and more practice owners, a lot of them have said, you know, I've talked with other people, I've talked with other groups, but... I don't want to do it. I fear about where I'm going to send my people or what I'm doing with my team. And then we're actually hitting on something that's that's unexpected and, and actually resonating with, with the community. Well, and that's the second part of the thesis. So essentially, when you sell your hospital through this crazy multiple, A, if you're not retiring tomorrow, then you're disconnected from your practice. So with this, I think that it resonated with a lot of people that we talked to that they want to stay active. They want to stay plugged in, but they don't feel like they own the hospital anymore. It's not interesting anymore. All these veterinarians, they're entrepreneurs. And then they once you own the business, it's almost like you can't go back. <laughs> so you do want to be a part of it and significant parts. So that's why having a vote from the owners of the hospitals is important. And that's how our share structure is built. And that's how you know everything that we do is geared towards that. It's essentially giving the veterinary medicine back to veterinarians. But what's interesting part is that how do you keep the rest of the team engaged? And most acquisitions that happen right now, they end up with, Hi, team. I found a wonderful home for you. This is a great organization which you're going to be all working for. And then immediately after that acquisition, you have people leave because 
someone just got did really well through this acquisition so they should they're owners of the practice but then everybody else is just thrown to the wolves and then someone will be managing them who is not here and they don't they don't have again the purpose behind it there's no purpose behind organization we were just sold to someone else they're afraid to lose the job and not necessarily the person that they trusted to get the job from will be leading their team anymore so we came out with a thesis that can we do can we make it work that the entire organization actually belongs to everybody and we worked out our business model and our financial model that actually you could create an organization where it belongs to not just the seller but the associates that work for the seller the emergency veterinarians that never get you know, equity, unless they started with owning the hospital, they just hourly employees like I was all my life, then relief veterinarians are also going to be a part of equity shareholders, the receptionists, the technicians, down to the janitors, everybody in the organization is built into having equity. And surprise, surprise, we're just closing our first group of hospitals, and we have 250 job applications before we had the first hospital. So that is an incredible support from the market. That is incredible support from our colleagues. And I really didn't expect that we will have a pool of people now to add to the clinics that we're acquiring instead of just looking at what is your EBITDA and revenue. We know that if 90% of clinics require one bet, well, we have the whole team waiting, can't wait to start in their area or relocate to help us. So that has been an incredible experience as well in the last three months. Yeah, and I think drawing on that, there was the stat, I believe it's from the Bracky report, that 38% of, you expect a 38% churn rate when a consolidator comes in to acquire a practice. I didn't know about that one. Holy cow, yeah. 38%. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was, uh, our, our team gave me that one, and that's that was a pretty interesting thing. So if you are selling your practice and you look around and you think over one in three people are going to leave, if you're a 10 doctor or a 10, 10 people in a clinic, it's, it greatly changes it. And that's over the first year. So it's not a that's mass true. exodus from day one, but yeah, it is a pretty big one. And the thing is, those people probably aren't leaving the profession. They're going to work somewhere else and they're either scrambling around to try and find the last few independent veterinarians that they can in their area, or they're going to work for another group that they feel more confident and, and set, you know, safe and secure in where their job is going to be there. That's so crazy. But so the, the third part is very interesting that we have too many pets. The workflows are complicated. We weren't that efficient as veterinarians. And I can probably attest to that through my smart flow experience, at least before we sold it to IDEX. I, I I can't say I did it hands-on, but participated in the improvement of 650 hospitals workflow. So I do know that there is an opportunity. But then when the COVID hit, we didn't adapt to it well. It became, you know, the curbside assistance and these all these texting apps and all of that stuff. We were not ready and vets are not very adaptable. So I think that the key to the thesis that we came up at Galaxy is actually the third component is to increase the throughput. And the only way you can do it is by using technology, by using optimized routing of the patients through teletriage, through telemedicine, and uh, really reinventing how we do medicine and how you do it at scale as the organization, not as individual hospitals. Because again, through all these JVs and through 
the combination. I don't know if VCA is really leveraging the network between Benfield and VCA to, as far as I know, I think they're still separated as management, but I think there is a tremendous opportunity to actually plug in the entire system and create a vertical integration between the emergency hospital, lab component, GP hospital, telemedicine, teleconsultancy, and teletriage, and really reroute the patients and significantly increase the throughput of the system. At the same time, increasing the upside and the revenue and improving the bottom line, so you can actually provide equity to all the participants. So that is how we're looking at Galaxy and those three parts underpinned by the purpose of preventing burnout is where we came with this idea from. Yeah, it's it's going to be cool. It's already started off on a on a really fun high and a lot of opportunities for for people to to grow their businesses. And I think we're going to have a a pretty interesting season here because we we are going to open it up. I mean, we're opening the the doors, we're opening our books to to show it to everyone. We want everyone inside of Galaxy Vets to listen, everybody outside in the industry that wants to listen. And we want we want people to be able to see what's going on and and hopefully take the things that you think are working and take the things that, that are good because we want it to be a, a really unique way to be able to drive, you know, an improvement across the industry. Absolutely. And all the materials are available. We're going to be using our consolidated maturity model. We're going to be using our mm-hmm. consolidated operating framework. And we're going to have these series of, of webinars and the podcasts bringing along how do we choose the strategy? Who do we have as the leaders? And we'll interview all of them. Why did they join us? and interviewing the hospital that joined us and how they see the change management going through these hospitals. So it's going to be an exciting season. I can't wait to dive into this. Uh, There's already a pipeline of interesting episodes that we've talked about, and uh, I'm very excited to dive into it with you, Ryan. And same to you. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. Welcome to the the new journey of Galaxy Vets, and we can't wait to, to go on this adventure with everyone. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to Consolidate That. If you want to hear our new episodes, please find us on any podcast platform. Also, you can learn more about us on our website at vetintegrations.com. 